Yo, wake up. It's Monday. It's time to get it going. Because every single Monday, I have a challenge for you. Are you ready for the challenge? Authentic, positive mindset warriors are always ready for the challenge. So if you down for it, man, then challenge on. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I don't get What is going on? It's your boy Fred Blumenberg coming to you on my show, The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. Man, we coming to you on the third episode on a Monday. Man, I'm feeling good. I'm running out of breath because I'm feeling good. And I'm bringing you this extra episode because every single Monday, The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior is being challenged. And if you're an Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior, you're going to know this already. First of all, you're authentic. When I talk about being authentic, I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly about life. I am not going to give you just glitz and glam. I'm going to give you all the grit and the grind. If you want to shine, you got to go through the grit and the grind. We're not about glam and shine. Yeah, I like it. It comes with the territory. But I'm about grit and grind. I'm about the dirty, ugly, grit, the nasty, all the stuff that's in the dark. The dark side, man. Because that is the stuff that you have to master if you really want to achieve success in life. If you want to achieve happiness and success, you got to be about the grit and the grind. So when I talk about the authentic, positive mindset warrior, first of all, authentic, good, bad, and ugly, positive. We're not talking about unicorns, rainbows, and candy. We're talking about real stuff. Mindset, okay, um, the authentic, positive mindset warrior. You got to have the mindset that goes along with it. Mindset is about the grit, the grind, the ugly, the nasty. And when we talk about the warrior part, we are talking about you are putting on the coat of armor. When you leave your house today, every time you leave your house from now on, I want you to think, yo, I'm putting on the armor of authentic positivity. I'm a warrior, man. Because when you go out there, you are defending against bullshit. And every single day, people are there to bring you bullshit. Life is there to challenge you with bullshit. Every day you have to solve problems. And if you're not willing to solve these problems, they're going to they're gonna fuck you up. You're going to lose. And that's why a lot of people are feeling defeated. That's why a lot of people feel like they need to be motivated and inspired. They feel like they just need money to fall out of the sky. And that's not really the case. The case is, is you might need money, but your ass needs to get the fuck up and be about to grit and fight back. So that's what this episode is about. I'm going to challenge you. If you want to know about the challenges, get into my private Facebook group. Click on the link in the description of this episode. And you can get into my group on Facebook. Be Authentic Positive Vibes Community. Good people, good group. I post a lot of stuff there that I don't post here on social media. So make sure you get in there. Now, enough about that, man. This is Fred Blumenberg coming to you on my show, The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. Yo, I love this one today. We're talking about the Don't Give a Fuck Challenge. That's right, man. Don't Give a Fuck Challenge. Yo, I love this one. Because literally... In order for you to become somebody whose mind is calloused and can deflect the bullshit, yo, you got to not give a fuck. And the best way that I can describe this to really just make this really fucking simple, you got to stop caring about what other people think. You have to stop elevating their opinion about what the fuck you're doing and about you above your own. That's really what this is about. You got to stop elevating everybody else's opinion about you above your own. Look, I used to do this, man. I used to think that, you know, I I would do shit. And if it was, if a lot of people liked it, my family, my friends, they thought I was going in the right direction or they supported it, then I would go forward with it. And I would never think to myself, you know what? 
um, what do I want, though? I would always think, all right, my mom likes this, my grandma, everybody kind of likes where I'm going. And if anybody disagreed, I would get frustrated and defensive. And I would, you know, work my ass off to try to prove to that one person in my family or that one friend that thought I couldn't do it that, yo, no, I can't do this. Let me show you. And a lot of my energy would be directed towards that person. <laughs> like that one fucking person mattered. I'd be directing all my energy to this one person that said, oh, you can't do that. And then I'd be mad and I'd be perseverating on what that one person said. And I'd be stuck, man. I'd be stuck, bro. Stuck. I remember when I started my entrepreneur journey in 2015. And I remember I had a friend named Keith. He's a good guy. You know, when I talk about these people, he's a good guy. He's not a bad dude. He's a good guy. But I remember when I started my journey in 2015 and I was, I remember I started out at, you know, doing Forex trading. And when I was doing Forex, I started out, I was on demo mode. I was excited. I was, you know, this was at the point where I finally made a change. And I said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I just don't know how or what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure out doing something other than a nine to five. Cause I damn sure know I don't want to do a nine to five. And I remember I told Keith and Keith's very first words out of his mouth was, man, you ain't going to make it at that. Only the sharks are good enough to do that. Only the rich guys at the top are able to do that and get good at that. You ain't going to be able to do that. And I remember I heard that and, and, and I, th- I thanked him. I was like, thanks, man. Thanks, bro. Like, and in my mind, the old me, I want you to understand how my new mindset went because I had finally made a shift in my life to say, you know what? I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about that. I don't care if anybody supports me or not because at that moment in my life, I was tired of being beat up working nine to five jobs with low lives like Keith. And when my own friend, somebody that I had known for years said this to me, I was like, that's awesome. I'm going to check that motherfucker out of my life. Not going to talk to him. I wasn't mad at him. I was grateful because it was like, all right, you said, you said what I needed to hear. You either support me or you don't. And since you don't support me, fuck you. I'm going to spend less time with you. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to say I'm better than you. I'm not going to try to prove you wrong. I'm just not going to give you any energy. And that's how the new piece of me began. And that's how the new I don't give a fuck attitude about what I do and say to people began. Because at that point, I was like, all right, like I literally didn't give a fuck whether he thought I could do it or not. It wasn't about me trying to prove it to him or it wasn't about me trying to state that I could do something and show him I could do it. I didn't give a fuck whether he believed in me or not. I was going to do it. And what I want you to understand about that is that you have to be like that with yourself. Regardless of who says what or who supports you or not or whatever happens, come hell or high water, you're going to see that shit all the way through to the end no matter what. And it doesn't matter what it looks like to the end because you don't give a fuck. You're just trying to get from where you are now to a better spot. And while everybody else is on the sidelines of life watching you do your thing, you start realizing that those people aren't moving anywhere. And the experts, quote unquote, the gurus, <laughs> these expert motherfuckers that got all the advice but don't take any of their own, don't make any moves on their, on their own shit either. They have all the advice, yet they don't go anywhere. They have all the advice, yet they don't make any strides in their life. They have all the advice, yet they still have the same problems that they're stuck on for the last five to ten years. So for me, when Keith said that, I just said, all right, I'm going to spend less time with that motherfucker. In fact, I ain't going to spend no time at all. I'm just not going to hang with him. And it wasn't that I hated him or that I despised him or I said, you know, I'm better off without him or it's his loss as a friend. I just didn't give a fuck. It was a literal, hey, thanks, man. And it wasn't even a fight. 
It wasn't like, well, I'm going to prove you wrong or that's wrong. Why would you say that? You're supposed to be my friend. It was like, all right, thanks, bro. You know, and I just moved on to the next topic. And in my head, I made a decision. I just said, not hanging with that stupid motherfucker because that person will never support me. And that was my mindset at the time that I'm climbing this mountain of success and happiness in my life. And if that person's not willing to climb with me, fuck them. I'm not going to sit here and waste time with them. And that was my deal was that if, if I carry this person along with me, they're going to become an anchor. I want balloons with me. And this, I've talked about this before. Do you want a balloon as a friend or an anchor? And, and I want you to just go with this. A hot air balloon is going to lift you up. A hot air balloon lifts you up. An anchor holds you down. So people that say, I want to be grounded. You should be grounded. Fuck all that grounded shit. I want to fly. So if you want to be grounded, you can stay your ass on the ground. I'm going to fly. I want to see new heights. I'm not trying to be grounded with the rest of y'all. There's a lot of people that are grounded by gravity and bullshit. I want to fly. So I'm going to get around other people that want to fly too. And so you really got to watch like what you say and how you say it and who you're around. So that's really a bonus to be honest with you. You know, just when you're around friends, start paying attention to what they're saying. Start paying attention to, are they really supporting you? Start critiquing their lives, man. Because look, you're the sum of the five friends that you have around you. If all they're thinking about is partying, or they always complaining, or they saying that, you know, the president sucks, they got something to say about him all the time, or they always talking bad about people, that's who you're going to be in five years. Like, think about that for one second right now. Whoever you're hanging around, that's what the fuck you're going to be in five years. I'd rather get rid of everybody than to be hanging around losers and be like them in five years. Yes, that's right. I'd rather be alone and somewhere by myself than to be hanging around dummies and be nowhere in five years. And the only way that you can get to that is that your mind has to be tough enough to, you know, withstand the fact that people are going to talk about you, they'll snicker. But once you realize they're the people that are lesser than, they're the people that have quit on their life, they're the people that don't know shit. They're the people that don't make moves, don't make waves, don't do shit in their life. When you realize this, you begin to understand, all right, they have no attachment to me. And a lot of these people are in your family. And then they're your closest, the people that you've been hanging around, your closest friends as of late. So the reason why this is challenging for most people is that they don't want to cut off these people and have their feelings hurt. And so they carry them along. They carry these old friends along. They carry along old family members, you know, entertaining bullshit, not understanding that those people can't go with you where you want to go, right? And so what ends up happening is that they hold on to unnecessary anchors and they don't understand why they can't level up. And you really have to say, yo, this is what it means to be successful. Those are the sacrifices. Are you willing to pay the price to let go of your mom because she's just talking shit, she's negative, and just get around other people that are you know, positive and lift you up? Are you ready to let her go even though she's your mom and she's taking care of you? Like There has to be a point where you just don't give a fuck and it's more about getting somewhere than just loving your mom and being in that cesspool of negativity. And for most people, they try to justify this. Well, being around my mom and loving her is more than money. Fuck out of here, man. Okay, so you'd rather be broke and around your mom, your negative-ass mom? You'd rather be broken around your negative-ass negative mom as opposed to actually having money that you could do something with and help people with and maybe even help your mom with in a better situation. Is that what you're telling me? It's not about the fact that, you know, your mom is worth more than the money. It's about what the fuck do you want? So let me get into it, man. This is a top 10 list of things that I use every single fucking day to not give a fuck. I literally don't care. 
And I've had family members, I've cut teeth off. Um, I, I've, you know, he's called me recently, but I'm just like, I don't entertain it, man, because still stuck in the same place. I'm not dealing with people that are still stuck or people that have moved two inches and think that they've moved two miles. I'm not dealing with that, man, because I'm on a fat, I'm on a, I'm on a, <laughs> it's like a, a spaceship, man. I'm moving thousands of miles an hour. I'm not trying to move 50 or a hundred or the speed of sound. I'm trying to move like light years, bro. So if you ain't on that, then we ain't talking. So I want you to understand this. And Keith used to be a good friend. I don't give a fuck. Nice guy. Doesn't mean he's a bad dude. Just I don't give a fuck, man. Life is short. I'm 43 years old. I'm not here to play around. So let's get into it. These are the 10 things that I practice every fucking day. I don't do all 10 in one day. I mean, I'm most likely I'm doing at least two to five of these in a day. And this has helped me to fortify myself in what I want to do. Number one, make quick decisions no matter how big or small the task is. Make quick decisions no matter how big or small the task is. Some people are going to be like, well, you can't just make a quick decision all the time. You got to sleep on it. Fuck that. 99.9% of your decision is already made when you thought about it. It's already made. The thing that slows you down is the 0.1%. I need a sign. I need to make sure all my ducks are in a row. All my T's are, are crossed and my I's dotted. Fuck that. You know what to do. Make a choice and move forward. The problem with most people is that they can't make a choice and be committed to it. That was my problem. I was too afraid to be committed. See, before I started my entrepreneur journey in 2015, I was too afraid to be committed to my decision because if I committed to it and fucked up, I had to own the fuck up. So I always had to have a, a, a way out. And my way out was I needed to know everything about everything to make a 100% full satisfaction, you know, <laughs> be fully satisfied to make a decision. And if I found a sign, then it was a sign. And if I didn't find the sign, then if it was meant to be, it was meant to be, you know, stupid shit. I knew what the fuck I wanted to do, but I was adding time to my decision by looking for signs, hoping, praying, not saying don't look for signs or hope or pray. I'm saying that was the only thing I did and I didn't do any work. I wasn't committed. I didn't get results. I didn't take action. Those are the things that are actually going to make you move forward, not hoping and looking for signs and talking about 11-11. Make quick decisions. The reason why me and Michelle... Um, are married for 15 years is because I decided to cut Kim off. Kim was my ex-fiance. I decided to get rid of her. I, I was done. We had been together for five years. And as soon as I uh, saw things going south, I was like, eh. I worked it out as best I could. But I was like, you know what? No, I don't want to get married to her and be going through this merry-go-round and pretending like this is going to work out. I know where this is going and I'm done. And there were a lot of people that were like, bro, what are you doing? You've been with her for five years. Don't you want to, you know, get back? Pastors were calling me, you know, or fucking friends were calling me. And I did not give a fuck because it was my life. And I knew exactly what I wanted and I didn't want that. So I made a decision and I moved on and found uh, Michelle right away. So I want you to understand, when you move forward and you're committed about certain things and you just move, shit happens. But if you sit there and, and, and wait around and look for signs, it's not going to happen. Number two, start something new and finish it, no matter what it is. Here's another key. So I told you about the, number, the first one. That's really about committing to a decision. The second one is about finishing. My biggest problem with, with a lot of things was that I was not a good finisher. When you don't finish shit, you worry. 
because your mind is like, we know we ain't finishing this. When you don't finish it, you feel like you need to be motivated all the time or inspired. When you don't finish it, you don't rely on yourself. There's huge gaps that are telling you, you're not going to finish this because it's going to get hard and you're going to quit. You're not going to finish this because you need to be motivated. And, and, and most of the time, you're not motivated. You're not going to finish this because every time we start something new, you quit at this certain point. You just literally have to start something and finish it, no matter what it is. And the reason why most people don't see things through to the finish is because they think it needs to be perfect from start to end. They think it needs to be perfect from start to end. Or they think they need to be mistake-free. It's just stupid shit. I used to think this. Like, just finish it. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. When, when you know, the team hoists the NBA trophy this year, they're not going to give a fuck that they lost games. They're going to be like, that's the champion. They're not going to be like, they weren't perfect. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck that they're perfect. They give a fuck they finished the season, they're holding a trophy. That's what I want you to start thinking from now on. Get to, get to the finish line. And stop worrying about being perfect. Number three, if people start making fun of you, tell yourself that they're insecure. You know why? Because they are. Anybody that's making fun of you going after your dream or talking about how you can't do it has already quit on themselves. And they are insecure about the waves you're about to make going after what you want. Yes, insecure. Because if I'm quitting on my dream and I see you going after yours and we both got kids and married, I'll be like, how the fuck is he going after his shit, man? Now I got to hope that you fail. Because if you succeed, now my wife is going to ask me like, yo, why ain't you Why ain't you doing more? That dude can do more. And he's got the same kids and a job. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to really understand if they're already making fun of you, it's because they're insecure. They're insecure, man. They want you to quit. They're anchors. Number four, say no to things you don't want to do and don't justify it. Just be like, no, man. My buddies, I, I have a couple of buddies in town that I hang out with. They're good. They're good guys. But, you know, they want to go out and drink every Friday. I'm not about that life. I've done that. I did that in my 30s. It was nice. But what happened was I was so busy about being about drinking all the damn time that I was not getting anywhere. And my weekends were consumed of just spending money and getting drunk. And that is not a winning formula. So I do that mm, once every blue moon. I feel the need to get out. I do that. And I don't even feel the need to get out. I just, if I feel like I need to blow off a little bit of steam, I do that. I'm not trying to do that shit every other week, every two weeks. Hell no, man. I don't need to. And I had a buddy when he asked me, I was like, nah, man. Now I had a camping trip last weekend. So I was like, hey, I'm going camping. But, it, you know, it wasn't like I needed to justify anything. No. Just not doing it. Got a lot of shit going on. Because I do. I'm going places doing shit. No. Learn to say no. Number five. Say what's really on your mind and don't care who thinks what about it. Tell us what's really going on, man. Most people don't say what's really on their mind because they want to be politically correct. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You ain't never going to make anything of your life if you do that. Can't make everybody happy. You ain't getting no respect. Because if you constantly trying to make everybody happy, you have nothing legit to say. You know, as many people that hated Donald Trump and all the people that got riled up with Donald Trump, it was some people that agreed with Donald Trump. And as polarizing as he was, hey, he got more attention because he said what the fuck was on his mind. Now, regardless of whether you liked him or not, the dude got attention and he said what was on his mind. 
You need to be about that. Now, there's a lot of people that'll listen to this and be like, I don't want to be polarizing like that. I don't want all these people to hate me. That's the reason why certain people get places and you don't. Look, I used to be the same guy. Yes, I want to say certain things, but I don't want to offend anybody. Bro, you're always going to be in the middle. You're always going to be great. You're never going to stand out. It's the truth. That's the reason why the bad boy gets more of the girls. That's the reason why the guy on the job that simply goes after what he wants or asks the boss or press the boss for what he wants gets what he wants because he's not worried about what what the boss says or what you says. He's going for what he wants. He or she, they're not going to stand down and wait for everybody to approve when the fuck they're going to do something or say something. They don't give a fuck. So I want you to have that mindset that, yo, I'm going to stand on my opinion, say what I say, and be about that and not give a shit what anybody thinks about it. Number six, take a risk on something and learn to fail. This was something I had an incredibly hard time to do because I wanted to be perfect. Before I started my entrepreneur journey in 2015, I just wanted to do shit and make all perfect decisions, which is the dumbest fucking thing I could have ever even conceived of. But that's what school conditions you for. School doesn't say, hey, it's okay to fail a test. It's okay to fail here. Try this and fail there. It's okay. School says, yo, if you failing, what the fuck is wrong with you? So then when you get out in life, you don't want to fail because you've been conditioned for 18 plus years. And if you go to college, many more years after that, you've been conditioned that you have to be perfect. And then when you get into real life, you start realizing, God dang, man, I can't make perfect choices. And you get stuck because you don't understand that it's not about making a perfect choice. It's about making a choice, moving forward, and getting results. So I want you to take a risk on something and just fail at it. You're going to fail. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. (laughs) Especially if you're becoming an entrepreneur. Here's the thing. There's a lot of new entrepreneurs within the last five years. And this market is so saturated with new people becoming entrepreneurs because it was the cool thing. And they're coming out here trying to show like they got Hall of Fame victories in year one, two, and three. Get the fuck out of here. That's not, no, it's it's not possible. That's the reason why I compare it to parenting. Your parenting in year one, two, and three is like a fucking disaster. You're a zombie. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just happy to fucking have three hours of sleep and be, you know, aware it's the same thing with being an entrepreneur. So while these people are out here lying, um, that's the reason why I talk about being authentic. Let's be real. Let's talk about real shit and stop acting like everybody's a beast because not everybody's a beast. And just to go on a little rant, them same motherfuckers were looking for, you know, stimulus checks last year. Nowhere to be found on social media. They ain't all in their vacation spots. They can't curate no new content because the motherfuckers are living fake lives. That's what it's all about. Number seven, be willing to say something on social media and not respond when someone doesn't like your message. This is a great one. This is the reason why most people can't get on Twitter. This is the reason why most people can't get out there on social media. This is the reason why most people overthink every fucking post they put out there. It's because they don't want to get talked about. That's it. They don't want to get talked about. They don't want to be put on front street. They don't want to look stupid. Yo, I get it. I do. Who, Who wants to look stupid? Who wants to get talked about? Who wants to be trolled? If you don't get trolled, if you don't get talked about, you ain't making a dent in nothing. If you got a big community of everybody loves each other and we all love and nobody's tried to attack you, you ain't making no dents. You just got a lot of motherfuckers that all agree with the same shit. You got to have somebody that's coming at you. You're going to have a pack of haters. Here's the key. Don't respond to them. That's hard. 
That's hard for most people because inside you want to you want to respond right away. But you got to understand if you respond right away, you become reactive. You're not a proactive person. You're reactive. So that's all it takes is for somebody to say some stupid shit and you just react to it. So you got to say, yo, I'm gonna leave that alone. Me, you know what I do when the idiots and the trolls and the dumbasses come? I just, I either mute, hide the post, whatever. Or I just say, hey, I know if I put some stupid shit out there, the dummies are going to have their way in the comment feed. So it's just nothing but dummies talking in the comment feed. Let them talk. That's what dummies do. They have all day to be on social media, all fucking day. I don't. I don't. When I wasn't doing anything with my life, I had all fucking day. To sit there and respond, have notifications on, be responding every fucking time I refresh Facebook and, and Twitter and all that shit. When I had nothing to do, that's what the fuck I had. That's what I was doing. It was responding like I was getting I had to get in the last word, too. I had to have the last word. Look how stupid I was. Somebody going nowhere had to have the last word on fucking social media, arguing about a bullshit point that really don't fucking matter in the grand scheme of things. See, when you about something, you ain't got time to argue with these dumbasses. Yeah, move on. I've had people call me all kinds of names and retweet all kinds of shit and throw me under the bus, make me look stupid, all that shit. Give fuck. Most of those people, in fact, 99.9% of those people they ain't got shit to do. They ain't doing nothing with their life. So I let them do that. Fine. You ain't going nowhere. You're a dumbass just like the rest of them that are you liking your comment. I don't care. <laughs> if that makes your day, I'm glad. I'm glad you got 2,000 likes on your fucking tweet. Great. That's great. I'm glad that makes your day and that makes you feel fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about that. Here's another one. Number eight? Yes, number eight. Stop seeking permission and just do it. Stop seeking permission and just do it. Whatever it is you've been wanting to do. Just do it, man. Like, for real. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? For somebody to say, hey, Fred, it's okay. You can go after that. You can be an entrepreneur. We believe in you. That's literally what I was waiting for. I'll give you an example, man. This was 2016. I want to say it was 2016. Matt Monero had bought tickets to Grant Cardone's 10X Con, 10X Conference, uh, 10X Growth Conference um, when it was new. I mean, I think Grant started this in 2015 or 16. When it was small. And he brought 10 tickets. And I was a huge Grant Cardone fan. I still am. And when he bought these tickets, he said, hey, yo, send me a video that states, you know, why you deserve these tickets. And I sent in and he said, if your video wins, I'm going to give you, you know, a pair of tickets and, and I'll see you there. So I remember I sent in the video and I basically said, you know, if you pick me, that'll make me feel like um, uh, I'm justifiable as, as as my continuation on as an entrepreneur. Like I literally sent him that. No, I lost. I didn't, I didn't get no tickets. And then as I looked back on it, literally a month later, I was like, what am I saying? This guy has to give me tickets to justify that I should be an entrepreneur? What the fuck am I saying to myself? And so I felt embarrassed. I felt embarrassed saying that. I felt embarrassed sending that video. It's not like I could take it back or delete it. it I sent it to him. Why am I telling you that? First of all, because I'm authentic. I don't give a fuck about telling you my fuck-ups. Because most entrepreneurs won't tell you that. They're going to bullshit. Like, everything they say and do and all decisions they make is they got the Midas touch and they're full of shit. So that was my embarrassing moment. 
I felt like I needed to be approved by someone who was already in the game. And if they gave me tickets, literally giving me these two pieces of cardboard to enter an event that I would have felt validated being an entrepreneur. How fucking stupid is that? Now, you might be saying, I would have felt the same way. And that's fine. But I want you to understand that 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 action did not approve whether I was going to continue on as an entrepreneur or not. My, My continuation started in my head. I didn't need no approval from him. I didn't need no fucking permission. I just did it. And so when I say stop seeking permission, I want you to go try things and just do them without fearing, oh my God, if I fail, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to lose my life? Am I going to lose this? Am I going to lose the house? Am I going to lose everything? No, you're not. You're going to learn something. The reason why most people are stuck is because they haven't failed enough. If you don't fail enough, you're going to stay stuck thinking that everything you do has to be a perfect fucking choice. And that's the reason why people don't move. Is because they don't fail enough and they they've they only have so many wins in their life because they literally have not <laughs> taken enough shots. Like they haven't shot it enough. All the shots you don't take, you can't make. You can talk about, yeah, I'm one for one or I'm two for two, metaphorically speaking. But I'm taking 200 shots and I might have missed, you know, 100 of them. But I'm still making 100 more than you making your two or three. You know what I mean? So... Stop looking for permission and just go after what you want. Number nine, be okay with being imperfect. We all are. This is key because being imperfect is what you just naturally are. You're human, number one. Number two, you are going to make mistakes going towards what you want. You've been doing it for your entire life. What in your mind has made you think that whatever you start that's new now needs to be perfect? If you're married, if you have kids, if you are working a job, if you got a car, a house, if you have anything worth value in your life, it has been destroyed. Um, You probably have lost it at one point. You have fucked it up at one point. Uh, You have made bad choices with it at one point. You have, you know, rehabilitated it at one point. You have fucked it up badly already. Like, don't you realize that in life there is no pause. There is just start and go and finish whatever you're doing. It's not about being perfect. This started out when you were a kid, man. When you started walking, you didn't... You know how many times you busted your head up on shit? How many times you fell, scraped your knees? You know, you didn't stop. <laughs> you was like, oh, the motherfuckers are walking? I need to walk too, shit. Damn all this crawling. Crawling was like the prerequisite. Because at some point, you said, yo, I need to get that shit, and I can't get it by just crying anymore. The motherfuckers ain't picking me up. And so naturally, your body says, I got to get it, and you crawl. And after crawling, you're like, I got to get there faster. You start walking. You got to trip and fall a few times. And then when you get to hang a walking, yo, sometimes you start running in places you shouldn't be running because you're like, I got to get there even faster. But it's never a point where you're like, I got to be a perfect walker. There's never a point where you fall and you're like, yo, I've fallen too many motherfucking times, yo. I need to stop this shit and just get in a wheelchair. You understand what I'm saying? Be okay with being imperfect. In fact, embrace imperfection. When you're posting shit on social media, stop thinking shit. Stop overthinking it. Post it. Don't care. Get off social media. Just post and don't care. If you're overthinking a post, you haven't posted enough. That's it. If you're overthinking one fucking post, you haven't posted enough. That's real. There are people out there I know right now that are overthinking one post to Facebook. Ain't nobody seeing your one post. I don't give a fuck how many people are following you. 
That one post is not going to make or break you. If you are overthinking one post, you are you ain't posting enough. It's just like I used to tell my buddy when he would be, you know, when we were single. This was the code. When we were single, I said, yo, numbers game. You got to get as many phone numbers as you can. This is a numbers game, yo. I'm going to be real with you. Because it, it wasn't like if I got five phone numbers that I had five great girls. Girls know this too. It's a numbers game with guys. Just because you got 100 guys that like you doesn't mean all 100 of them are qualified. 90 of them are dumbasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a numbers game with anything. The point of that is that my buddy, he would get a girl and then, you know, we'd be at a club. He'd get, you know, one or two girls' phone numbers and he'd be like, yo, they both the one. I'm like, they're not the one. I'm, they're not the one, bro. They're not. Like, you need to get more girls. You're too focused on these two. Just get more girls. And I'm not talking about being a player or a whore. I'm talking about, yo, just go date more, get more females, go date more, and experience more. Because when you experience more, you start figuring out what you like quicker. And you start figuring out who's legit and who you just ain't going to entertain. And then, then you can figure out who is the one, right? But if you're getting one or two here and there, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And you are literally fucking up by overthinking with this one person because this one person that's hot looking, that's with you, does not have one or two guys. They have plenty of guys to choose from. you just in the fucking lineup. Come on, man. You're wasting time. So I want you to be okay with being imperfect. Because your imperfections and figuring out things along the way are going to help you figure out what is harmonious to you. Not perfect, what's harmonious. That means what feels good, what feels legit, what I can get through, what I can use. Last but not least, let go of societal norms. Let go of societal norms. Those assholes are losing in life. Fuck a societal norm, man. When I got married to Michelle, we did not get married on some, you know, typical wedding, the gown. You know what we got married on? This no lie. You can Google it. B96 Wild Wedding 3. B96 Wild Wedding 3. B96 Wild Wedding 3. It was in Chicago. They had a um, you know, Eddie and Jobo were the, the, the disc jockeys at the B96 uh, station and... They had wild wedding that they would put on where they would marry, you know, a mass amount of couples. And I just called into the station one day and I professed my love and how I wanted to marry Michelle, how we didn't have enough money at the time. And I just knew that she was the one. Now, remember, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I told you how I made a quick decision. That was my very first one where I got rid of Kim. That was in 2005. And I met Michelle in 2005. And in 2006, on December 13th, is when Wild Wedding 3 happened. Now, look how unorthodox that is. Look at how untraditional that is. If you look at that with societal norms, Michelle was basically the rebound. <laughs> She's the rebound, right? And if you look at how that all played out, how do I get out of a relationship I've been in for five years and jump into a new one right away? And then a year later, I'm married. You, a normal person would be like, yo, what the hell? But I didn't care about societal norms. See, because with Kim, I was playing the relationship as a societal norm. I had been with her for five years. I figured at the fifth year, that was probably about the time to get married to her. Even though I wasn't really sure, I didn't really feel it 100%. I was getting pressure from the outside of, yo, her grandma's about to die. You know, she wants to see y'all married. It's time to have kids. I, I think I was turning 25 at the point. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't adding up, is this what I wanted? Is this what I wanted? Not what everybody else is telling me what the fuck they want. Is this what I wanted? And so when I finally got down to, yo, what I want is not this. She's a great person. I don't want this shit. And 
there's a lot to the backstory, you know, but what really happened was I didn't want it and I got out of it. And that's when I found what I wanted. And when I found what I wanted, I locked it up as quick as I could. There was nothing else to think. People always say, how do you know she's the one? Cause I just knew it. There is no one pinpoint thing I can say. I just, it was easy love. I can tell you that the first thing that comes to my mind, she was easy to love. Kim was hard to love. There was not enough I could do for her to make her fucking feel good ever. I could, I could give her the world and she'd wonder why I didn't give her the stars. It wasn't enough. It was very challenging to love her. And I'm not saying I was easy because I was challenging myself. But what I'm saying is when I got with Michelle, shit was easy. It, we weren't fighting all the time. I could literally just be myself and we could be copacetic just by being myself, being ourselves and just loving each other. Shit was fucking easy. I said, fuck, man, there ain't nothing better than that. I fucking love her. In fact, I was the one that said, I love you to her first. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I did all these unorthodox, I killed all the norms, you know, the way we had kids, everything, man, everything was unorthodox the way we've done things. I like the number 13. She likes 13. Everything is unorthodox. Don't give a fuck. Backwards. I don't care. You understand how I live a happier life? I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about following societal norms or following these unwritten rules. I don't give a fuck. Now, I used to give a fuck, but then I stopped. And 2015 marks the official ending of all that. I got tired. So I want you to get to a point in your life right now where you hear this episode and you're tired. you done. You've had it. You're not doing that shit anymore. You're going to go down your own uh, path and blaze your own trail because that is your trail. And once you blaze your own trail, you're going to run into people like me. And then you're going to really start understanding what it means to live in your true happiness because it's going to be yours. You own it. See, when everybody else has got a piece of happiness that they want to give to you and you're supposed to be happy because you have a job, you're supposed to be happy because you're in a nice house and everybody's trying to tell you what you're supposed to be happy at. That's not your happiness. It's not. You don't feel it. That's why people don't understand when you jump out of a situation. They're like, you supposed to be? No, I'm not. Motherfucker, that's what you want. That's what you want me to be. I don't want that. Um, When I worked at um, the school district, everybody's like, yo, yo, you should be a teacher. Uh, I'd be, you'd be a great teacher. You're a minority. You'd get a job right away. That's great. I don't want to be a fucking teacher. I didn't want to. It's not mine. I don't want it. I'm sure I'd be good. I'd love it. I don't want to. I got people in my ear right now. Oh, you should be a real estate agent. You'd be good. People love the way you speak and all that. That's great. I don't want it. I don't want to. It's not mine. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you should be in sales. That's great. I don't want to. I don't want it. It's not mine. These fields I would chase because people would say I was good at them. And then when I got in them, I didn't like them because it wasn't mine. I'm doing what I love because it's mine. And there's nothing anybody can tell me right now with what I'm doing. They could tell me, you ain't never going to make it this shit. I love what I'm doing because it's mine. I don't give a fuck what other people think, how much money I'm making. I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because it's mine. And I'm happy as fuck. Let me give you a bonus. Stay off the news. The news is going to destroy any type of 
positivity inside you whatsoever because they just promote bullshit and they want you to be negative. They give you 25 minutes of negativity and they give you five minutes of positivity on the end to keep your ass coming back. Turn off the fucking news. I haven't had the news on since 2015. I don't plan to ever turn it on. I catch what's trending. I don't give a fuck about the news. I don't give a fuck. Why? Because I live in the real world. The news has an agenda and they're trying to promote shit. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. That's just a bonus to give you so that you understand why I'm happy, why I was able to get through 2020. I stayed off the news. That shit was all over. I don't give a fuck about the news. You understand what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about the COVID shot. Understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying fuck COVID and fuck everybody. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't give a fuck what they're promoting. I'll make my own decision and figure it out for myself. Anybody else that got a problem with that? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you see how that works? I could care less if you're thinking about herd mentality. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not here to care about your opinion. I care about my own. See how important that is? See how I deflect that back? Because here's the thing. When you deflect people's energy back to them, energy that you don't want, when you deflect that back to them, what ends up happening is that they have to accept it. And when they accept it, they have to give it to somebody. Well, if you're constantly accepting people's negative energy, then you end up with the one. You end up being upset, you know, unmotivated, unhappy, because you're constantly accepting people's energy. You got to learn to become Teflon and deflect that shit back to people. When you deflect it back, yo, you take that. I don't want it. I'm not going to be. And Keith, you ain't going to be. Only the sharks. All right, cool. You take that. I don't want that shit. You take it. (laughs) You're not going to infect me with that. So. I ran really long on this podcast, way too long. I shouldn't be going this long. It's like two podcasts in one, but I had a lot to say. Number one, make quick uh, quick decisions no matter how big or small the task is. Best way to not give a fuck. Number two, start something new and finish it no matter what it is. Number three, if people start making fun of you, tell yourself that they're insecure because they are. Number four, say no to things you don't want to do and don't justify it. Number five, say what's really on your mind and don't care who thinks what about it. Give a fuck. Number six, take a risk on something that, uh, take a risk on something and learn to fail. This is a good one. Take a risk and learn to fail. You're going to fail. Accept it. Take a risk anyway. Number seven, be willing to say something on social media and not respond when somebody doesn't like your message. Understand, idiots, trolls, dummies, they're going to all have a turn to respond to that shit. Let them respond. Who gives a fuck? They're going to call you names, all that. Who cares? That's what dummies do. Number eight, stop seeking permission and just do it. Whatever it is you've been wanting to do for so long, go do that shit. You don't need permission. You're not a child. Go do it. Number nine, be okay with being imperfect. We all are. Stop trying to make perfect moves, perfect decisions. You're messing yourself up. Just live life. Number 10, let go of societal norms. Because guess what? Those assholes are losing. (laughs) The ones that are breaking societal norms always win. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg on my podcast episode, uh, The Authentic Positive Mindset Warrior. Man, I gave you 40 minutes today. I never give 40 minutes. It's like two episodes in one. I usually do 20, but you know what? I was feeling good and I want to give you more. Guys, it's your boy Fred Blumenberg. Come back to this episode every single Monday. And guess what? On Wednesdays, I have the opposite of this episode called The Dark Side of Your Authenticity. It is the opposite. I want you to understand. In that episode on Wednesdays, I'm going to tell you all of my fuck-ups with all 10 of these. And 
I gave you some of them today. I'm going to give you all of them on Wednesday because I want you to understand that the dark side is really about where you fucked up. All the things that you are trying to hide, all of your insecurities, all the things you are afraid to expose, all the stuff that makes your heart beat when you talk about posting it to social media. I put that shit out there for you. If you don't want to say it, I'll say it for you. And I'll be there for you to say, you know what? Here, this is where I fucked up. Learn from it. Nobody else is going to tell you. Let me tell you where I fucked up. Let me get vulnerable for you so you don't feel so bad. So Wednesday's episode, the dark side of your authenticity is going to be the opposite of all 10 of these. I'm going to tell you where I fucked up at all 10. Guys, it's your boy Fred Blumenberg. You know I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share. Pretend to just be who you are Get it, get fly I got six jobs I don't get tired I was trying to get it